Between the time when the oceans drank Atlantis and the rise of the sons of Arius, there was an age undreamed of. And don't do this. Mass movement destined to bear the jeweled crown of geekdom upon its troubled brow. It is we, mass movement's chroniclers, who alone can tell thee of its saga. Let us tell you of the days of geek adventure. Everybody and welcome to episode 62, 62. of Mass Movement. Not Presents. 69, but we'll get to 69 later. That'll be a fun episode. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, we've been uh, on a sort of a hiatus uh, yeah. because life has got in the way. We uh, had we are um, back. three months of misery all wrong. <laughs> Each of us like that. Yeah. Uh, we are back and we have a stacked show. We've got lots to catch up on. Um, we'll be talking about uh, Ahsoka for starters because that's been. Um, Tickling, uh, Tim in all the right places, particularly. <laughs> oh, hubba, hubba, hubba. <laughs> or Rosario. Oh. Since we were last on air, mm-hmm. uh, the world has uh, kind of had aliens confirmed. Sort of, so, in a uh, sort of way, yeah, yeah. So we had a little chat about that. Uh, Indiana Jones, this is how long it's been. Indiana Jones has got a new movie. Guardians <laughs> <laughs> um, of the Galaxy 3 came out, and there's been plenty of uh, Disney action with The Little Mermaid, The Haunted Mansion, and the return of Maustalgia. Indeed. Yes, we have, we've had a bit of a New York hardcore came to uh, Newport recently as well, so we've been talking about Murphy's Law, and uh, what a great show that was. And we'll be bigging up the new record from Territories on Paris Press. On Paris Press. Uh, called an Owl, which is out, I believe, next month, and so far it's my record of the year. Wow. There you go. It is really, really good. So that's what's on the menu for the next uh, hour. Uh, please stick with us. Hello, everybody. This is Igor Cavalera from Pepric Cavalera Conspiracy, and you guys are listening to Mass Movement Podcast. With that being said, first of all, we'll... Science uh, sources and little green men. Well, it was bizarre, wasn't it? Uh, so basically, we're talking about the, uh, you know, the UAPs now being... It was a discussion that was yeah. held in Congress. Yeah. And it was it was quite quite a day. It was really exciting. Uh, that day or two they discussed it, and they've even brought out sort of in Mexico. This is now they even brought out uh, bodies. Yeah, the bodies thing I don't buy into at all. You don't buy into that. No, I don't buy into that in the slightest. But um, I, they, they've admitted they got non-human biology. Bio, 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So. So what do you look into? What do you say to that, Tim? Um. Right. So. Don't need no tinfoil hat. <laughs> so basically, do UFOs exist? Well, we know they do. Right? But yeah. Why are they coming here? Um, check on us. Why? Um, because they, they they fear for our future and they want to see us. They're like our experiments. Right. So if if they're anything like us, they fear for our future. Yeah. We are an inherently selfish people. We don't give a stuff about anyone's <laughs> future. We can't. Even, we don't even give a stuff about the rest about of our own. on our planet's yeah, yeah, yeah. future or our own future. I've got to believe that that's why they're Altruism here. Altruism is not in our nature. <laughs> Somebody's got to be looking out for us because we aren't. Right, no, but however, 
I do believe that we're on the verge of being told something bigger than we know or than we've been allowed yeah. to suspect because it's, it's, the, it's, it's the idea of the drip feed, right? So mm. you, all of a sudden, Congress is talking about UFOs. All yeah. of a sudden, we're hearing that there's all these planets in Goldilocks zones that NASA are now investigating via the, the James Webb Deep Space Telescope. Yeah. Right? They're detecting all these planets, and they've all got um, – there's one planet that they've – Found like gaseous emissions there, yeah, yeah, uh, water, water, and they're now checking for other signs of gases which would indicate life. Yeah, right? there's a, there's a, a mission going out to Jupiter, I believe, in the next the X amount of years. Yeah, it's going to visit Europa. Yeah, and scientists are not saying that they think they might find life, but they probably will find life on Europa. So life is pro- what they're trying to say is it's like it's a drip feed. It's like yeah. little bits of news here and there to say. We're not alone. We know this stuff's out there. We've no, but we're just going to surprise you with it now. Like, oh, we've only just discovered it, but yeah, we've yeah, known yeah. fifty years yeah, it's yeah. out there. You know, yeah, I think that's the perfect way to put it: drip feeding. Because you know they've all said it all along. You know, our, our tiny brains couldn't handle it if it was just sort of slammed into us. Like, uh, right, but that, that again, that's insulting. That's yeah, like, that's like saying, you know, is. your tiny brains can't handle it. As government folks, we're, yeah. we're all inbred because we're <laughs> yeah. from the political classes, <laughs> and we've all been sticking it up each other. You know, and all our relatives for the last five hundred years because the feudal system still exists. <laughs> we're so much better than you when we we can barely tie our own shoelaces, and we all go hurrah, hurrah when Jacob Rees Mogg gets on his stage and talks to the Conservative Party, the haunted Victorian pencil. You know. <laughs> It's a joke. They, they are an yeah. absolute joke. Yeah. Right? We yeah. are kowtowing to our masses and let them dictate whatever <laughs> they want to dictate to us. As you can probably tell, in the three months I ate this, I am got really angry about a lot of things. This could be a long one, folks. It's good. Oh. <laughs> as, as the bishop said, the actress, it's going to be a long one. <laughs> so what do you think? Um, I mean... So we've talked aliens before, yeah, yeah, and then UFO and all that business. You don't believe there's certain ones you don't believe. Do you? you don't believe Roswell. Don't believe Roswell. Why is that? Because I believe because well, because where Roswell is, right? Okay, it's close to the bomber wing that dropped the atomic bomb on Hiroshima and Nagasaki. It's mm. so it's what Roswell was was an experimental craft that crashed. The the bodies were okay. pilots wearing g suits. Okay. So right. which made them look like astronauts, which made them look alien when they were amongst the wreckage. That's what Ross was. It was a crash, but it wasn't a crash from... So the cover-up was more to cover the human, yeah. the human yeah. death aspect. Because don't forget, there's, there's, there's an idea that whatever we know, whatever technology we're presented with at any given moment, yeah. right? the military are 50 years ahead of whatever we have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right? So the SR-71 was flying in the 1960s. It's flying a Mach 3, Mach 4, Mach 5. Yeah. And it looks like you see them. If you saw the SR-71 in the 1950s, because it was, you know, confirmed in the 1960s. Yeah. That's going to look think, like. That looks like a flying saucer. Yeah, if yeah, you yeah. see a stealth bomber in the 1970s, that yeah. looks like a flying saucer. Yeah. Or it looks like an alien spacecraft. It's all military technology being revealed. Because don't forget, if you have, how far would these beings have to travel just to visit little old us? Yeah, exactly, yeah. And I mean, it's hundreds and hundreds of years, according to what we know, our best estimates, according to light speed. Have they found a way to fold space and travel through space? Pop. If, they, if a civilization is billions of old, years old, yes. But they're not going to, you know, they're not going to say, for a jolly, let's just jump in our flight <laughs> and go visit the Earth. Rings. It's just like a day out to the zoo. Let's go see Earth for a day, you know. So do you buy into the whole, you know, um, they're, 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 
they visit us during catastrophic times or potentially catastrophic times. I think they've times. been here before and they've gone and they've not come back because it was too much of okay. um, too much of an effort. So, like, it seems like sightings seem to peak right. around yeah. uh, catastrophic, like, you know, uh, war, wars right. and that sort of yeah. thing. And so do you not think that aforementioned military drones and military spy planes flying about and being more prevalent yeah, yeah, yeah. because I'm of that. And that's because and so people are seeing more of them because there's more of them in the sky. So because we got more of a presence ourselves in the sky. Yeah, then, yeah that, makes, that makes sense. That's, that's what that is, I think. I don't, it's like the, the uh, blip drones you see flying about everywhere. They're from Area 51 and they are something we've developed and yeah. it's being tested and the rest of the military are written in because everything's compartmentalised. Yeah. And if you're not written into something, it's going to become a secret and there's going to be deniability, 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 deniability. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? I don't think, most of the time, the military won't write the US president into what they're actually up to. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Here's the thing. They don't need to, do they? He's just a public So, Donald Trump gets into the White House. And I don't, politically, what you think of him is is, is irrelevant to this next bit. So, he has to be read into everything. And somebody tells Donald Trump, we've got aliens at Area 51. We've got flying saucers at Area 51. Yeah. Do you think Donald Trump's not going to blurt that out? Yeah, somewhere? yeah, yeah. He's going to use it somewhere, isn't he? He's going to yeah. say it. He's just going to do it. He's just going to, hey, we've got aliens. We've got aliens. <laughs> yeah. huh? I'll tell you about the aliens. You've got me back in. <laughs> or Joe Biden, bless him, because he's 100 million years old, and he's not going to say it like in one of his speeches, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, I don't think... They exist for sure. I mean, yeah. I, I believe that the wow signal was our, was our first contact signal. Yeah, yeah. Seventy six. Yeah, so yeah, we heard that. And this is, it was a spacecraft passing through a sector. They happened to pick up. Yeah, there was that object that came through um, our solar system oh, three, four years ago. There was the wasn't the yeah wasn't yeah, yeah. actually made. Yeah. What do you think to the footage of um, the Navy footage where they they're chasing that? Um, it's a drone. You think? Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a top secret. Yeah, it's a top secret military drone using a frictionless drive. Okay. Right. And it's just plowing through the atmosphere and it's changing direction all that time because it's Mm. radio controlled. It's, that's, that's military hardware. Okay. I I think. What about the, uh, they claim there's a non-human biology found? What what, what do you think that is? Because how, yeah, but what is it? There's non-human biology found. How old is it? Yeah, that's not, I don't know. All right, so say, they found something on an Indian reservation, on, on, on uh, a Native American reservation. Yeah. Right? Or they found something in the ruins of somewhere. It's an old spacecraft or something like that. And they've got a body up there with non-terrestrial biology. Yeah, yeah. They, 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 nobody said how old Yeah, yeah, was. that's true. There was no... Well, the Mexican one was meant to be. They've had it for hundreds of years. Yeah, but the Mexican um, war was supposed to be like a th- 1,800, 2,000 years old. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. So where did they come from? Where's yeah. the spacecraft they came from? Why didn't they Why didn't they wheel the spacecraft out at the same time they wheeled the bodies out? Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it does lead to more questions. It's just, it's, the more you dig into it, the more questions you have. But, but you do think they're drip-feeding the information? I think it's, it's about drip-feeding. We've had a contact signal and it's been hushed, hushed up on the, you know. Yeah. We've had signals from somewhere and we're sort of extrapolating the data. And yeah. then when you say, oh, well, we know that there's life on that planet. We know there's life on this planet. When all that data comes in and they can positively say this, yeah. have we seen aliens? No. But do we know where they are? Yes, we know that they're X amount of light years away in that direction. We've had a signal from them. There was, And again, you know, how do you know if a signal was sent out to us and reached us, 
Yeah. And it was, it was traveling at the speed of light. Yeah. And it came from a galaxy that's a thousand light years away. Yeah. Does that species still exist? Are we talking yes, to the same yeah. planet? Very true. Very true. Yeah. You know? Because it's taken that long to get to yeah. us. Why, why on earth would, um, yeah. It might, yeah just, I think what we're going to, what we're going to detect first of all, we'll have, there'll be, uh, I think, Something will fly through the solar system, but it'll be like a probe, like Voyager 1 okay. or Voyager 2 that was launched thousands and thousands of years ago. Yeah, and yeah. We'll detect like a, a Dyson sphere, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out there, you know? Like Planet of the Apes sort of stuff. Yeah, so the technology from a dying, dying yeah, yeah. civilization. Yeah. I love it. I find it all really interesting. Anyway. No, it is. It's, it's, it's endlessly fascinating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely endlessly fascinating. But do I think that, you know, we are visited by UFOs and Little Green Man on a regular basis? No, I don't think that at all. But I do so you think, think we, we are, but not as regular as people think, yeah? I think we have been visited. Yeah. Um, a long time ago. Because I've always bought into that sort of Battlestar Galactica philosophy. Yeah. Um, the, the original series, there are some who here who believe it. So there's some who believe the Life light here began, yeah. began out there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I think. Yo, what's up? This is Billy from Biohazard Power Flow and Billy Bio. You're listening to Mass Movement Presents. Peace. So what if... Um, we, we do make contact, right? And they come down and they look like a soaker. I'm gone. <laughs> I'm first on that spaceship. <laughs> you dress me up like Richard Dreyfus from like, um, first encounters of the first kind. Yeah. And I'll be probed. I'll be probed to heck and back by a soaker. I don't mind that one little bit, mate. I volunteer for the first. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that brings us on to a soaker. soaker with Rosario Dawson. How about Which, um, It's just uh, wrapped up first season. Yeah. Um, loved it. Do you love it? I thought it was absolutely fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, um, it's done a better job of that post-Return of the Jedi era mm. than has been done before, I think. Uh, yeah, but I mean, well, no, because The Mandalorian is also pretty good. Oh, Mandalorian, yeah, yeah. I mean, as in sort of the movie, in the movie world, like, you know. Yeah. It's, um, it's almost, you know, it's... It's leading up to the rise of Sky, the rise of Skywalker, and mm. you know those movies, aren't they? That, but know. they would be foolish not to make a second series of Ahsoka. Yeah, yeah, uh, you know, sure. have to have the fight against Thrawn and going to get Ahsoka and and mm. bring her back. Could, yeah, they can't leave Thrawn just like that. And, and you can't leave Rosario Dawson stranded on an alien planet. No, you can't. I volunteer to go and rescue her. <laughs> <laughs> Ray Stevenson, though, man, he's passed away. It's uh. Yeah, they'll find a way to, to write Ray. I mean, he was absolutely incredible. He was, yeah, yeah, yeah. First into the last, he was just absolutely Such a point, point, point of last scene as well. Mm. He's just on that statue, you know. And, uh, but, um, yeah, I mean, excellent cast. Um, really good story. Good see. I was a bit, when I first saw the uh, general, she uh, she died, yeah. in commas, um, and she saw Anakin in that sort of, um, that space scene, that sort of alternate time, you can see all the timelines all. Yeah, but it's all happening instantaneously. So in yeah, the space yeah. of a moment, you you question your very existence. You question, yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's that idea of, you know, as you go into the light, your life flashes before yeah. your eyes. It's just, you know, that last flash of your brain just... Did, 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 did. But you know, Disney likes to go on, we know what they've done with Marvel and the multiverse. I was like, yes. I wasn't sure I want to see Star Wars multiverse. You, I don't think you won't see a Star Wars multiverse. Yeah, I... I you I won't see a Star Wars multiverse for... And the reasons, like yeah. the major, the, most of them being Galaxy's Edge. Nobody wants to try and figure out how to get the multiverse together. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because you know, while we still got people rolling through Galaxy's Edge, yeah, let's keep them here. Let's yeah, keep yeah, them yeah. just going. Let's have stories in time. Because Ahsoka will be like a character will be walking on Galaxy's Edge, and I will be happy to confirm that next April. Yeah, yeah, when yeah. I'm there again. Yeah. Yes, you are. You know, 
Well, I, well, when she might call it stalking, I would call it a general interest in, in how the character, you know, <laughs> interacts with us. Call it stalking. I, I would call it journalism. Nice to see uh, 3PO back. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, 3PO always makes me smile because you know, yeah. that's the first character you see talking yeah. on screen in yeah. Star Wars. And just to have that continuation is just wonderful. Yeah, it was brilliant. Nice little moment with that. And um, yeah, Hayden Christensen, I think he's, you know, he's. I, arguably, Hayden Christensen is far better as um, Anakin, Anakin now yeah. than he was back then. He yeah, suits yeah. the role more, he's grown into the role, and he's. Yeah. Developed an act. He's reached a stage where, like, fandom, he doesn't give a shit about fandom. He just doesn't care. Yeah. You know, he's just, I'm going to turn up, do my job, and the fans are going to love it. Yeah. Oh, we all loved you back then. <laughs> liars. <laughs> liars. Top line. Liars. One of my favorite is, um, Huyang, uh, Huyang, is it? Right. Um, the robot, basically. Yeah. David Tennant's David Tennant's voice, yeah. Yeah. Which, um, it's been weird to me because, like, he's one of the most valuable source of information in, in the galaxy mm. and they got him flying around like and repairing this uh, ship yeah but he's like the, he's like the, <laughs> the samurai master isn't he he's like, like the, the yeah. samurai daimyo right he is the ultimate sort of even the name Hu Yang is this, this Japanese sounding yeah, yeah, he teaches yeah. the art of the sword and the history of yeah. the blade to aspiring Jedi you know, yeah. I'll teach you how to make swords I am the sword master of, yeah. effectively yeah, but I, I thought he was a brilliant character. Like, you know, and yeah. there's lots more to, we're going to see from him, I think. I think it, it would be absolutely foolish not to do a second series of that, you know, depending yeah. on Rosario's schedule. <laughs> it depends on Rosario. I'm going to let her out the boot of my car. Because <laughs> <laughs> you weren't like a Rebels fan so much. I you? haven't seen Rebels at all. Yeah. Um, so I have no sort of, I went in this blind, I have no sort of hist- back history about Ahsoka apart from what I've seen in The Mandalorian. So that's unusual, see. So how did you... Did did you grasp what was going on? Like, oh yeah, quite easily. Ezra, quite easily because I've I've read a, a ton of Star Wars novels. Oh so, right, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've read all yeah. the Thrawn stuff, so I know who Thrawn is. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Thrawn books are amazing. The Thrawn books are absolutely yeah, amazing. Yeah. Because Timothy Zahn is like, whoa, oh, yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. And one day we'll get him on the show. Yes, one day. Yeah. Oh, oh yes, one, one day, Tim. One day. <laughs> We love the two teams. <laughs> yeah, the two Timothy teams. Tim. <laughs> <laughs> Tim is Timothy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so um, that's Ahsoka. It's on uh, Disney Plus, and you should be definitely be uh, adding that to your Star Wars uh, to-do list. Star Wars to-do list, Star Wars to-do list. Oh, yeah, the Star Wars to-do list. Because it's just such so good. And um, staying with uh, things Disney. we like. Same um, Disney, you know. Disney, yeah. Uh, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Yes, indeed. Indiana so, Jones and the Dial of Destiny. I loved it. Yeah, same here. I thought it was brilliant. Absolutely. Um, I don't know what people are expecting when, because I've heard some criticisms. Um, yeah, well, they're just people talking crap, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> talking, talking smack on Indiana Jones. In fact, you know, when you see, when the, when the story starts and he's an old man drinking whiskey in a bar, I go, yes, I can have absolutely instantly run yes. with you. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> it's not often I see myself reflected on the screen, but there we go. Yeah. But, oh. well, um, yeah, I mean, it was just, okay, the time travel aspect was a bit overblown, but what part of this, you yeah, know, but, indie films aren't overblown? But it's, it, it's all overblown. So you've got, like, you know, the Ark of the Covenant in the first film. Yeah, 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 exactly. Magic Stones in the second yeah. film, right? Yeah. In the third film, you've got, you know, Drink from the Goblet of Christ, which will keep you alive forever. Yeah. Grant you eternal life. And in the fourth film, you've got aliens. Yeah. Right? So, 
in the fifth film, a bit of time travel is not going to hurt you, and it's only between two predetermined points. So you go from yes. A to B and B back to A. I thought that was important, yeah. yeah. Because so it's, you don't get the ability to actually adjust time or mess with time yeah. as Mad Mickelson wanted to do. Yeah. Because that's important. It makes it... Indiana Jones has always made it seem plausible. Yeah. Like the Goblin of Christ is hidden somewhere, in you know, and you could get it. It's, it is it's slightly plausible. Right. So and they, they kept that with Dollar Destiny, like you know, okay, time travel, okay, but then it's one. But it maintains, it maintains that sort of um, Einstein idea that the time is like a river between two fixed points. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You know, you can jump off the river at some point, possibly. Yeah. Or you can go from. So it's just basically traveling from point A to point B, or from point B back to point A. That's all. That yeah, yeah, is. yeah. It's yeah. not like you know you're you're not trying to do it to just you know make out you can change history because you can't change history because history is based upon a series of fixed points and yeah, yeah. You, possibly you could and possibly it has been done and we don't know because our reality you know shapes to accommodate any possible changes within the timeline that are made yeah you know and Mads Mikkelsen was the um, perfect bad guy oh he's, he's always a perfect bad yeah, guy yeah. he's always great at everything yeah you know? it's like that the um, action film he made Polar I always wanted to oh, see yeah, yeah. yeah, that because yeah. that is just yeah. that's just brutal as hell yeah good movie that absolutely brutal and seeing Indy and Marion yeah still oh. together getting back together yeah you know, and you lovely know, you know that he's going to be he's going to die on the job yeah <laughs> <laughs> this is a lovely moment though just seeing like oh, okay, it was he's, such a he's moment he's finally done yeah yeah, yeah. and you know the, the, the absolute I mean it's, it's a, a film driven by grief you know yeah his loss was just oh my god so palatable mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. And losing your son in Vietnam, how do you get over that? You don't get over no, something you, like that. No, that just breaks you completely for the rest, forever and a day. Phoebe Waller-Bridge, did you... Um... No, I didn't buy into it at all. Yeah, it was just something a bit missing. Thrived. Yeah. Like the character felt like it had been forced into the film. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A yeah. bit like we need to gem somebody like her in there. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree, yeah. But um, John Reese Davis, the Salah, oh. I wanted to see... Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Toby Jones can do no wrong. But I, I think maybe we are the wrong audience for Phoebe Waller-Bridge anyway, you know, because we have a perceived idea of what an Indiana Jones film should be. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. when somebody, you know, to quote, she's <laughs> an after phrase, fucks with that. Yeah, yeah. We are most unhappy. I mean, Indy always needs somebody to bounce off. Yes. Um, whether it be... But when the sidekick be... becomes the lead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you don't... It, it, you, you argue that it's an Indiana Jones film or is it, has Indiana Jones become the geriatric sidekick to Phoebe Waller-Bridge's main character? Yeah. Are I you think that's what it was. It was to sort of make I think it, it was like testing the waters maybe in some respects to see if you could have a new character come in there. But what, again, was this whole thing like a, a test seat? Could we have an Indiana Jones franchise? Could we build a franchise yeah. separately or do a TV series or do something with Indiana Jones with a younger actor? And if so, which younger actor? could we get yeah. ostensibly it was always supposed to be Chris Pratt yeah right but Chris Pratt is doing um, Terminal Velocity oh okay so no he's not going to do this I, no. I don't think he's going to do it I don't think he wants to do it I don't think he wants to take that responsibility yeah yeah, like, yeah the man who became Indiana Jones who does want to take that role on yeah it's a terrifying prospect yeah you know, yeah I mean what's his face Aaron Eldritch found that out when he played Solo Oh, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he played solo. I mean, he's a great hand solo, but he ain't 
Han Solo. Yeah, yeah. He's not. He's not the. He's not the yeah, yeah, yeah. definitive yeah. article. He's yeah. just. It's his interpretation. And that's the thing. That's what was created by Harrison Ford. Yeah, you've got a script, that's what you're going to be up against, isn't it? It's why they do um, from oh god, Boondock Saints. Sean Patrick Flannery. Yeah, yeah, who yeah. Played young Indiana Jones. Yes. Right? What did that do for his career? It didn't give it the boost that he was hoping it would give him. No. And it's sort of been consigned to history and said, well, you know, it'll be on Disney Plus at some point in the next... No, see, I enjoyed those. Eh? Yes, it was. Yeah. It was a great series. Yeah. But again, you know, you're very conscious all the way through if you've seen the first three Indiana Jones films that this is somebody trying to do Harrison Ford yeah. when, you know, the only person that can do Harrison Ford is Harrison, Harrison Ford. Ford. <laughs> you know, it's like saying... Um, Oh, let's remake Harvey without James Stewart. Can't be done. Yeah. You can't replace James Stewart. You can remake It's a Wonderful Life because nobody else God, can no. be Jimmy no. Stewart. Yeah. You Nobody else can be Harrison Ford. Right? No. Could somebody else be Luke Skywalker? Possibly. Mm-hmm. I can see um, that, yeah. But would I want them to be? No. Yeah. Because I, that's Mark Hamill. And you, you damn well can't do it with Leia. No. Never. No. Right? No. You just can't. I, I was always, going back to Soka for a second, I, yeah. I was afraid at one point we were going to see some sort of rendering of Leia. I think they, I think they handle that very, yeah, very yeah. well. Um, when um, when those doors opened, the three PO came in, and I was like, oh, no! Yeah. I expected some clumsy CGI. What I did notice, and I, I you know, I'm not trying to be <laughs> sexy or anything, but Mary Stuart Maston's character, there was an awful lot of shots of her from behind, wasn't there? <laughs> yes. The, did the you know that? Yeah, yeah. And it's a bit. Yeah. Oh, okay, so you a cheap titillation from yeah, us, but yeah, yeah. I, mean, yeah. I don't mind a bit of cheap titillation. I'm all for it sometimes, <laughs> but she's a great actress, and is, you yeah. don't want to be focusing on that. You because she was playing a fantastic character. She is, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. you know, it just felt like we're going to cheapen the role slightly. Yeah, that's yeah. my only criticism of it. All right, cool. Well, let's um, let's have a track. Shall uh, we have a track? Right, let's have Santa Rosa City from Pile Driver. This comes out as courtesy of Engineer Records. Sponsors. Yes. I love Pile Driver. Yeah. Yes. Let's this do is this. Santa Rosa City. <laughs>
Roger from Agnostic Front. You're listening to Mass Movement Presents. That was Santa Rosa City from Pile Driver. Yeah, I love those guys. Laguna Hardcore. Well, named after a wrestling move. What you know? Yeah. What else is there? That's <laughs> what else do you need? What else do you need in life? <laughs> so what's next, Christopher? Next, we're going to talk. We're going to stick with uh, Disney. Okay. Uh, it's uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Three. Right. Another movie that's come out and uh, blown us away since we. Uh, last got together yeah yeah so uh yeah what was your opinion on this i, I loved, loved it, it. it was I awesome loved it. it made me i'm not being I, I did get a little bit dust in my eye <laughs> on more than one occasion but Big it makes you realize that the, the, the films aren't about star lord they're not about peter quill no 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 it's no. always been rocket's story yeah 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 and it's just it's a wonderful way to finish it it was yeah um I thought it was, yeah. It was, it was, it was, it was so good. It was, if it is the, that is the end now, isn't it? Or, oh, the Guardians, yes. Oh, as we yeah. know them. I mean, well, maybe spin there'll, there'll be, yeah, yeah, I think you'll see a Rocket Raccoon film. I think you'll see, yeah. and there'll be more Groot series. But yeah. at the end, when it finishes, and you've got, you know, the, the, the snippets and the vignettes, yeah. and it just says, the legendary Star-Lord will return. Right? Yeah. So we know yes. Chris Pratt's made Chris yeah, 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 yeah. film as Star-Lord. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll, where's Star-Lord going to appear? I think Star-Lord's going to be one of the Avengers. Oh, okay. In the next Avengers films. Because they're not going with the traditional Avengers, Mark. No, no, they no. Because there's no Iron Man. There's no yeah. Captain America. Captain America, yeah. Um, Bucky's in the Thunderbolts. Yeah. So it's going to be Star-Lord. It's going to be oh. Sam. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Falcon, new Captain yeah, America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's going to be, I don't know, um... Can't be Scarlet Witch because she's dead. So it'll be one or two of the X Men who will be brought in. It'll be um, it'll be the Thing from the Fantastic Four, or maybe the Human Torch from yeah, the Fantastic yeah. Four film, and that appears. And it will be Spider Man. Okay, that's Tom awesome. Spider. Did you like um, Adam Warlock, Will Poulter? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, he, he's great on me first. Although I realised it was meant to be sort of a bit. Uh, yeah, but I mean thing. that's not like the Adam Warlock. I'm used to from the comics. It's a complete reboot. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yes, I like the character. I always like Will Poulter and everything. I think Will Poulter was brilliant. Yeah. He's an absolutely brilliant actor. I don't think he had enough screen time. No, he didn't, Which is no. my big bugbear with it. But, you know, what can you do? You're trying to cram as much story as you possibly can to two and a half hours. So you've got, an end, you've got a first act, a middle act, and a final yeah. act. Gives everybody a good send-off. One of my, my favourite, across the Guardians movies, one of my favourite character sort of developments yeah. has been Nebula. Right. Um, just seems to use like this cold sort of um, son of, uh, what's his name? Daughter of Thanos. Yeah, daughter of Thanos, into what she is now, like, you know. Um, I, I, th- I think she really came to her own in this movie, and Karen Gillan uh, deserves massive credit for that. Uh, she's so good. I, I know, to be honest, Dave Batista was brilliant as Drax. Dave, yes, he, just he always is, though. He's, he's so dry, he's isn't just he? on the money. Yeah. You know, the dude's brilliant. He's just... I bet you, if you ever a beer with Dave Batista, it will, you come back with so many stories. Yeah, like, yeah. I went out for a beer with Batista on Thursday night at eight o'clock. <laughs> it's now six weeks later, and, I've, and he's dropped me off at my house at one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah. I have no idea what happened in the intervening period of time, <laughs> but I know I had a jolly good time. And like Bradley Cooper, with obviously Rocket, yeah, um, he, just doing the voice, he brings so much emotion. To oh, it, I, 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 I knew, there, there was. So many scenes in that film that just yeah, yeah. destroyed me. Yeah. Absolutely, just made me weep like a little girl. Well, I was um, I attended uh, Wales Comic Con uh, a month and a half ago. Yeah, yeah. And um, there was a Guardians panel with Sean Gunn and Michael Rocker. Right. And it was the it, it was unhinged, and that's 
Yeah, Michael Rooker is nuts. Yeah. Oh, this we know because you know he he is he's always been insane because he played Henry from Henry Potter yeah. for Syracuse. But yeah, you could see right all the people, all the organisers were on edge. Right. So basically, he comes out and he, you know, he got a beer in his hand and he looks a bit like, and he's just sort of laughing, swinging the microphone around. Like, <laughs> I'm here to have a good yeah, time. I'm going to fuck with you all. <laughs> I, I got the whole audio. I'll have to put it on the cast. Right, so. okay. Um, and like, so there's a, do you know what I'm so Calval from, she's been TNA? Yes. Uh, the, you know, yeah. So she's doing the, uh, she's presenting the show. Right. So he goes over to her, he goes, hi, hi. Takes her microphone so she can't say anything. <laughs> so he's got two microphones on. No, nobody can stop him. Right. So and, and, that and then it's to the edge of the stage, to the person in the front row, hold my beer. He jumps off the stage, right then, and then there's a queue of people waiting to ask him a question. And he's like, "I'm gonna ask you fucking questions." <laughs> and it's uh, and he's going through, and he's like, uh, you know, he starts, he, he goes to the, to the crowd. Oh, what, what did you? What would you like to ask me? And they're like. Did you enjoy being... And he goes, nope, next. <laughs> he's like, um, do you enjoy working with... Nope, next. next. <laughs> and he was doing that. And then, oh, fucking hell. There was this... Uh, I'll say how to put this. Okay. Yeah. There was this girl. I didn't fully think... I didn't fully realise... I think he realised she was in a wheelchair. Right. And he tried to back out of it. She was dressed like quite kind of... She, looked, she was a nice-looking girl. Yeah. And he clearly took a liking. And he said about, um, it got in, it got into something like sexual innuendo. And um, he was waist height with her. And he was like, oh, stand up a minute. And she couldn't, obviously, because she's a, he goes, actually, stay here. You're the, stay there. You're the right height. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God. And it was, there were people. And he, he was, was just like, having fun. And, yeah. you know, but that's the thing. You really go, sometimes these panels can be so dry. But if an actor's got them, got his head, and he's just yeah. like, I'm going to have, the time my life. Yeah, yeah, and that's exactly what he was doing. So uh, did Sean Gunn get a word in edgeways? Sean Gunn was on first, thankfully. I think they knew, so Sean Gunn came on first. And, like, (laughs) he didn't even wait for his own intro, because, you know, they're they're like, SoCal will be like, and now, on the stage, you know him as Yondu, Michael Rucker. That's what was supposed to happen. Right. But Sean Gunn's halfway through talking, and you just got Michael Rucker soldiering on stage with his (laughs) mic, like, walking around him, like... It's all going to go, and it did kick off. Yeah, but you know, Sean Gunn's probably used to that because he's been around Rucker for the yeah, yeah, yeah. film, so he's just like, oh. My and then God, he wants you know. to be like, he's like, oh, can you um, carry me back? So he's on, he's now um, kind of laid across the crowd, being taken over the crowd back towards back to the stage, and, and you can see the, the all the the organisers they're on the side of the crowd. They don't want to get into the crowd. They're trying to get they're going like Michael, and they're, they're pointing their watch, and he's like, yeah, yeah I see you. <laughs> and he's doing that. I'm like. <laughs> Doesn't care, and then they, you know, they'll come round to the, where he's going, and then he'll go into the crowd back up this way, <laughs> just to get away from like around the back. He's like running away from the yeah. <laughs> his handlers, brilliant with his microphone. Any, any, only telling stories like, oh, I'll go back to my my hotel later. I'll have another beer and another beer, and he'll go from there. What? Yeah, and it's what? Yeah. I had some whiskey. What? Honestly, it was brilliant. It was such a good, and he went on for about thirty-five minutes. I think, I think it was about twenty minutes long. He went on 35, 40 minutes easily. See, I I think Guardians 3 was, was a lot better than the last Marvel film. Like, a lot better than that, man. And yeah, Quantumania. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, A yeah. lot better than that. Yeah, I, I wasn't big on that. No. That man thing. I liked the first one. I liked the first two films. Well, Quantumania just felt a bit forced. Yeah, like, yeah, you
just just give me that man give me wasp <laughs> don't dick about but it's, it's, you know, they've crowned Guardians with full of good actors. And, yeah. I, you know, Dave Bautista has been a revelation. Who would have thought when he, like 15, 20 years ago in WWE, when he first came out, who would have thought he'd be one of the exact actors, that, you know, a, a, a decent actor? A genuine, out, you know? a, somebody who you can genuinely build a franchise around. Yeah, yeah. Now. You, you never thought yeah. that, ever, ever, ever. I think definitely they'll build a franchise around that dude. Yeah. Let's keep it, uh, this, this is Disney heavy, this yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, you know, that's good, because we like Disney. So, Little Mermaid, next. Right. Which uh, is out now, coming out yes, soon. Yes, it's out. It's, it, well, it's been, it's done, it's, it's had a cinematic run, and it's been on Disney, and it's on Disney+. It's on Disney, Disney. yeah, sorry, yeah, 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 yeah. And, yes, I've seen it. And, do you Yes, it? I've seen it. Yeah? Yes, I've seen it. Is that all you've got to say? Uh, just about, yeah. Really? But not for the reasons you think. Okay. Right? Um, I thought the woman playing The Little Mermaid. Halle Bailey. Halle Bailey. Absolutely wonderful. Okay. Absolutely wonderful as Ariel. Yeah. Brilliant. Javier no, Bardem. I like Javier Bardem. Javier Bardem's fantastic. Yeah. Absolutely fine. Right. And, um, my problem is Prince Eric. Oh, really? Oh, my God. Jonah Hart oh, King. Just, <laughs> it just doesn't fit in with the rest of the film. Oh, really? It just feels like he's miscast. Okay. And then you look at Ariel and you're thinking, oh, look, Ariel's what... 18, 19, 20, maybe. Yeah, yeah, and this yeah. dude looks like he's 30, so it just oh, feels okay. a bit... So oh, a, feels a bit... Oh, a bit icky, then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a bit <laughs> uncomfortable. Okay. Um, does it follow, like, the, 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 the animation? It's tacked in and added on to the film. Um, oh, okay. That I feel are unnecessary. Um, what about Melissa McCarthy's this? Oh, or? mate, she's always awesome. Yeah, she's Melissa fine. McCarthy, I would hang out with any day of the week, twice <laughs> on Sunday, I think she's, Absolutely yeah. brilliant everything, and she always makes me laugh. Like one of the funniest films in the last ten years, I think, is Spy. Just because she's like absolutely foul mouthed in it, and yeah, just yeah. give two shits, and she's just like, "Let's go," you know. When, what I mean? when she goes off, she yeah. goes off. Yeah, and she's yeah. brilliant in the kitchen as well, yeah. and she's brilliant in this as Ursula. <laughs> absolutely brilliant. I didn't realize that David Diggs was there. I like him from Snowpiercer. He's Sebastian. Yeah, I don't. I've not watched Snowpiercer, so you need to. You think? Uh, we we can keep going on to your boy. I know, but there's so many things to watch that it's like, you know, yeah, have true. I got time to watch this? No, 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 no. Let's watch this. No, I must watch Convoy no, no, no. again. <laughs> Look, right? It doesn't matter how many times I watch Convoy, I always find something new in it, you know? <laughs> so it only has my ultimate statement about what I, what I would ultimately have liked to have said to the police when I was a teenager, right? Yeah. But instead of just having to run away from them all the time. What is it? Which is piss on you and piss on your law. <laughs> that's not the way I feel about it's it now. Time. Yeah, but I'm not going to say that to coppers because my knees are shot and I can't run anymore. <laughs> well, you've got to pull the runaway over tonight now. Oh, well, what they're, they're, they're not going to pull me over though, are they, guys? <laughs> because it's like the last time I was followed by a cop car, or I thought I was being followed by a cop car, I started to panic and then I realised, ooh, I do have all my particulars and I'm a middle-aged man <laughs> and I'm going to this The car is legal, it's got an MOT and it's fully insured. <laughs> What am I worrying for? Tim, I just realised something. What's that? Ariel's black in this. I know. Wow. That was the big furore, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, well and, you know, it's yeah. like, Jesus, what, what are you all bubbling about? Yeah. <laughs> what, are you, what are you gassing about? Shut up. Bunch of Nazi well, pigs. Yeah. Right person, right job. You know, the thing is, like, they go, well, black, a coloured Ariel, in a Disney film, like, what would shoot you dead? Yeah, yeah. Like, because you, he, he was all about inclusivity and again, my parks, my films, they're for everybody. 
Yeah. Absolutely for everybody. Right? He would kill him dead. Or maybe last one is but people were like saying, no, Ariel's white with red hair. Yeah. So no, that's your 1990 version of it. Yeah. The Little Mermaid goes back hundreds of years. Yeah, like, so it doesn't know? matter. It, yeah. why, do, yeah. why does your perception of the Little Mermaid, the character, have to cloud who's cast in the role? They've cast yeah. the best person for the part yeah, exactly. in yeah, the yeah, role. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. that simple. Yeah. Is she good? She's absolutely brilliant. And girl can sing. Yeah, yeah. Girl can sit eating. Oh, oh, so good. It's just a shame that the white dude ruined it for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> you should be worried about the white dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. So that's Little Mermaid. Yeah. And uh, we're going to stay with Disney, I think, aren't we? And we're going to go with the Haunted Mansion. Haunted Mansion, not the Haunted Mansion. Sorry, yeah, I know. I, I do make that mistake. Yeah, I should take your time. I know, to kick I know. Up, yeah. I will have a beat on Tim later. <laughs> Promises, okay. promise says Christopher. Oh, haunted Mansion. Amazing. Yeah? Absolutely amazing. I've, um, I was meant to watch it before we did this cast, and I haven't. But go ahead and... So... As we know, yeah. I'm a bit of a fan of the Haunted Mansion. Just a bit, yeah. As we know, I know a little bit about the history of the Haunted Mansion and the mythology and the lore behind the mansion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This film is built around all of those aspects. Oh, yeah? It's lore and mythology heavy from beginning to end. Oh, beginning. I love it. It's a consummate, wonderful study of grief and how that affects people yeah. and what it ultimately does to them. Okay. Um, so was there moments when you were like, I'm getting this because I'm so into it, but this would yeah, yeah. pass over a casual viewer. Oh, yeah, yeah, because so I, I went and see it in the cinema. Yeah. Um, and then I saw it again on Friday, because it's just a Disney Plus. It is Disney Plus, yeah. And, <clears throat> yeah, she likes the attraction, but she doesn't get any of the history of mythology. And like, as you're saying, oh, yes, you know, and this is you talking about... <laughs> <laughs> but I thought it's it's absolutely brilliant. Yeah, yeah. And you, you know, how can you fault like a double team of Owen Wilson and Danny DeVito? Yeah, yeah. Right, both hysterically funny throughout the film, and um, oh my goodness, Tiffany Haddish. Yeah, hubba 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 hubba. And of course, Rosario, Rosario Dawson. <laughs> Just for a second, forgot that. Yeah, yeah. Will <laughs> Ryder, Jamie Lee Curtis. Dan Levy, amazing. Yeah, yeah. Jim Lee Curtis's Lyota was wonderful as well. Okay. Um, I like the way they made the Hatbox Ghost central to the story. Right, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, but again, you know, you it, Hatbox Ghost is also one of these minor characters until, because he was only actually in the original Haunted Mansion, Hatbox Ghost, for like two weeks back in 1969. Right. And then the effect got pulled and it became like one of these sort of legendary so lords. into mythology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then... Um, uh, gets returned to Disneyland make, with the effect actually working. Yeah. It was, the reason it was originally pulled is it didn't work properly or the way the Imagineers wanted it to work. That's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it gets returned to Disneyland, and I, and I believe 2016, 2017, it's still not in Florida. Right. Um, but it's because the, like, it became this, the Hatbox Ghost became this massive thing in like Haunted Mansion lore and yeah. built the story around him. And it works. It really, really works. It's a great film. Absolutely. If you're going to watch one film on Disney Plus, the moment, yeah, yeah. That, I, I could watch be watching it this evening. Watch Haunted Mansion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely watch Haunted Mansion. Yeah, it's the right season. Absolutely uh, brilliant. It's the right season, too. You know, and this is from, from a massive Haunted Mansion fan. Yeah. It absolutely had me from beginning to end. Were you going in with any sort of like. Mm, I just wanted it to be better than the Eddie Murphy film. I yeah. mean, I, I quite like the Eddie Murphy film. It's Because right. it's a bit of fun. It's yeah, just yeah, a yeah. Film. yeah. yeah. As long as it's going to be better than the Eddie Murphy film, I'm yeah. happy. I came out 
ecstatic they have. <laughs> I was ecstatic. I thought it was absolutely fantastic. Well, that's good. Well, I'm glad you. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I know we're a massive fan. You are. Every time I see a bit of um, merch from the Haunted Mansion, I'm yeah. Like, no, oh, Tim would have that. Tim would like that. He, you should buy it for me, you skimpling bastard. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Who was that? Uh, Bruno. Right. He bought, I went to the house the other day and he bought um, a lovely mat. Uh, Haunted Mansion, like, welcome mat. It's lovely. Oh. I thought of you. <laughs> I thought, Tim would like that. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not going to get it for him because I'm a bastard. <laughs> I'm still the only person I know who walks around Haunted Mansion shirts in, in this area. Um, yeah. you got Haunted Mansion shirts, have you? Two of them. I've never seen them. I'm wearing peasants like you. Yeah, I've got, <laughs> so I've got um, only the Postman sees them. Like the 999 Happy Haunts one. Okay. And um, a Hatbox Ghost one. That's the thing when you go to like um, like Disney and you, you get so sucked in. You, you buy these oh, I didn't buy them at Disney. I, I bought them. Oh, okay. I, 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 I didn't buy them. <laughs> I bought them separately. You know, I got the Haunted Mansion mug and got the um, the diorama that Al sent me. I still haven't set up like a diorama of uh, Leota's yeah, 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 yeah. Leota's room. The well, that's, I, 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 ended up, I came home with loads of clothes of t-shirts I would never no. wear actually in public. Oh, I, I, I wear them with different <laughs> shirts ever. I don't care. I've got one on now. Yes, you do. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> what are they going to say to me? <laughs> the, the, the terrible old man's got a Disney shirt on, so. <laughs> and? <laughs> but all my shirts are either Disney or they're film-oriented or they're, you know. Band. Bands, yeah, yeah, and that's that's what yeah, I wear. That's, that's the clothes yeah, I wear. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I have very few like normal people clothes <laughs> because I work remotely because of the nature of my job. You know. Yeah, you don't need clothes whatsoever. Well, arguably for team meetings, you can put some clothes on. Blah 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 blah. <laughs> yeah, just one pair of clothes on. Oh, clothes on. <laughs> Do I have to? <laughs> What's up, everybody? It's John Bush from Armored Saints, and you are listening to the Mask Little Red Podcast, so blast it. All right, Tim, let's have uh, another track then, shall we? Right, so what track should we have? Well, we're going to have a track for the New Territories record. Nice. Right, so this record is called Colder Now, the album. It's out on Pirates Press next month, and it is my album of the year. And the track we're going to play is called Pacific Ghost. Um, so this is Pacific Ghost by Territories from their Cold and Our album, which is out next month on Pirates Press. And whatever you do, please, if you're going to pre-order any record this month, go and pre-order this one because it is absolutely brilliant. Do it now. <laughs>
of Pacific Ghost, and it's taken from their Cold and Now record, which is which is their sophomore album. Right. right, okay. So, so tell us about territories then, because you, you've been um, barking about these all week. Yeah, well, I've, I've just been playing a YouTube video, and I like. All right, so they're from, um, I believe they're from Alberta. So that would be Canada. That would be Canada. <laughs> Canada, right? Eh? Yeah, yeah. Musically, they're just superb, because as you as you've heard, they 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 pick up where Bruce Springsteen left off in Nebraska, and I had like a ton of social distortion and a little bit of George Thorogood and the Destroyers. Nice. Um. And they're just a fantastic blue-collar rock and roll band. You know, they've made a killer record that's just mind-blowingly good. And I really want to see them. I mean, I don't get out to see many bands these days, mainly because I don't like the kids. <laughs> <laughs> that's and, an understatement. You, you know what I mean? He's just, I am the, I am the grumpy old man who st- stands in the back with his arms folded across his chest saying it was so much better back in my day. <laughs> right? Because that's what you do when you get old. When you get past 50, you get that card. Yeah, yeah. You get that scene card through the post that says, you know, <laughs> permission to stand in the back with yeah, your yeah. arms folded. Right? And judge you. I'm moaning about the kids, you know. Cause it, and you've got that mindset where, all right, they're, they're all karate kicking the crap out of each other, yeah, yeah. all that kind of stuff. But if one of them swung my way, I'm just going to, you know, yeah. I might be old, but I've got enough gas in my tank to put whoever does it you've on one the floor. Good, you've got yeah. one good I've got at least one good smack ones. <laughs> you know. One good haymaker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> For sure, I will add. <laughs> That's not just like I have one la- one punch left me and then I'm done. And if they get back up, you're fucked. <laughs> They're not getting back up. So yeah, they, but I wanted to, you know, tickle my own balls a bit too much. Like they're not getting back up. Territory, yeah, 2015, Cal- Calgary. Yeah, they were yeah. used to be in uh, to be in a band called Knucklehead. A couple of them, longtime friends. And this is their sophomore record. Sophomore, album, okay. Yeah. So on Pirates Press. Um, when's it out? Is it out now or next month? Okay, next month, I believe. Yeah. You should but, all go and check it out. But it's, yeah, Cold and Out, it, it's, it's literally my album of the year. It's it. so good. So damn good. You know, when Tim uh, bleats on about record, he usually is too. I, I usually trust his uh, his judgment in these well, days. Well, it's been on non-stop rotation. Nice. Literally, it's just, it's, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, everybody else is sick of it, like. Who, who, who hears it? Not because it's a bad record, but because yeah. I've heard it so many times. You, and I, I'm just not getting sick of it. But you're still dancing in your pants. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Of course. Do, do my old man version of dancing in my pants. Because, <laughs> you know, I've had, because I've, I've got a bit of time on my hands at the moment. Because I'm right. between positions, having been let go <laughs> my last one. Yeah. Between the... A misalignment of roles. Yeah. Misalignment um, of roles. Yeah, basically. I'm, I'm not going to get into it, but. Yeah. Um, it was a clashing of, you know, doing things the right way and doing things the way that I didn't think was the right way. Yeah, um, yeah. That's um, so a whole thing. Yeah, it's a whole thing. So yeah. I had a little bit of time on my hands. Um, it was a valuable learning experience, our last position. So I've been walking a lot lately yeah. with the dog. And, <laughs> and listening to... And listening to... Mostalgia, because dun dun dun, Mostalgia is back, and I'm a happy camper. Yeah, because you you get to this. Um, yeah, stop, isn't it? Yeah, because it, it's literally my favorite podcast. Yeah. Um. So a bit of history about Mostalgia. It's it was always four friends: Dave, Becky, uh, Kristen, and Jeff. Yeah. Talking about Disneyland and Disney history and Disney World and everything Disney, right? And they made um. Close to 700 episodes. That's a lot. And then a lot of work. sort of, for one reason or another, stopped. So it was going for like 15, 14, 15 years, I believe. Yeah. And then 
sort of fades out. And Jeff went back to doing his other podcast, which was the Doom Buggies podcast, because Jeff's a massive Haunted Mansion guy. He's written a book on it. You know, he is like, oh, God, yeah. in my yeah, opinion. Yeah. And whatever, whenever he's bringing something up, I tend to listen because he's always really interesting. He's really erudite. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, he makes a lot of salient points about stuff. So, um, he was doing Doom Buggies and then he was doing the Power Round podcast with his co-presenter from Doom Buggies. Okay. And I think he got the bug back and he's brought nostalgia back by himself. Now, Kristen started appearing on a couple of episodes since it's come back, so I think it's yeah. going to be Jeff and Kristen going okay. doing this. I was going to ask you, what, what, what uh, did he bring So I think Dave and Becky have just reached that point in their lives where we don't need the hassle with this. We just yeah, yeah, this yeah. Man and we just yeah. have our family and this changes in people's lives and all sorts of things that's fair yeah, yeah it happens doesn't it yeah but it's back baby back and it's baby just as good as it ever was um, <laughs> excellent so I've been going back through like history I, I'm re-listening to it again for like the third or fourth time so I'm on episode like five five twenty or something now okay for the, th- for the third time I believe yeah Um, and Jeff's pumping out an episode a week and it's uh, released every Tuesday. Yeah. All the episodes from the very beginning are all on Spotify, so you can listen to them for free. There's no paywalls. Yeah. There's none of this. But you can listen to more than 700 hours of nostalgia all on Spotify, and I recommend you do because it is absolutely fantastic. It's it's every Disney, all about Disney. It's everything about Disney you ever wanted to know. They, yeah. They interview everybody. I mean, there's interviews with. Uh, Imagineers who are no longer with us. Wow. Okay, so cool. you got like Roly Crump. you got like no Marcus Sklar. Yeah. You know? And then they also speak to more, well, you know, recently like Tom Morris is on there, Tony Baxter's on there. And there are That's loads it, of people mean, on this show. Yeah, like you said, a lot of these people are not with us anymore. So yeah. it's, it's, you know, it's, it's just, all it's all fascinating. Like these if you, you, know? you've got a passing interest in Disney, you need to listen to this podcast. Yeah. Um, I can't blow it up enough because it's literally, it's, it's literally my favourite podcast. I know I've heartbroken um, you when it, when it went. Oh, it, it just it absolutely <laughs> destroyed me. I mean, I've uh, put a book together. One yeah. Of the books, uh, called, it's a collection of very personal stories. And I've already asked Jeff if he wants to be in it. Yeah. And he said yes, which no really made my day. So wow. Like, yes. That's awesome. So um, that's going to be nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, go, yeah, it's just. Go check it out. Nostalgia. Yeah, nostalgia. So listen to it, listen to it, listen to it, listen to it, and then listen to it some more because it is literally one of the best podcasts on the internet. Sort that shit up. by far. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, this is Barney Veer from Night Farm Death, and through my many years of association, you're listening to Mass Movement. We had a bit of a adventure. New York hardcore band. New York in, uh, hardcore in the cab. Yeah, uh, we're going to talk about the cab in our next episode because it's a great venue, but um. We saw Murphy's Law there. We did. Um, what a show that was. But the, the, what's weird, right, it, it, about the passage of time and all that kind of crap is, like, this is the second time Murphy's Law played TJ's, right? Yeah. First time they played TJ's, there were maybe 25, 30 yeah, yeah. people. They, they, so they played TJ's, and now they came back to him, they played the cab, and it was sold out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At capacity. And I don't know whether it was the ambivalence of the crowd who used to go to all the old Cheap Sweaty Fun shows and the old TJ shows, or if it was something different. But, yeah. I think hardcore, like when they first came around, um, hardcore was in a different place. It got away from New York, it, and it was. I think it's come back around now, and all that stuff is being embraced. I mean, I was in Florida um, 
the last time Murphy's Law played. That's not bad. Yeah, but you've got an excuse. You're, yeah, you're, yeah. you're, in, you're in like the best, one of the best places in the I world. Do it again. Yeah. But, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. What's I love Murphy's I mean, I, I, lo- I love Jimmy Gestapo, yeah. but if it's a choice between Florida and, you know, and St. Murphy's, I was by Jimmy. See ya. <laughs> well, what a show, man. I mean, oh. geez. I mean, we turn up and like Swellhead's just off yeah. his off his face I mean like yeah. hammered drunk yeah and, and it's like oh be hammered that's a lot of that's oh a lot yeah, of yeah. but he's got his little hat on and a jaunty yeah. angle you know and he's, and he's being Jimmy the Gent it's just like oh my <laughs> god here we go but um, but Jimmy Jimmy G you just my god where does he put that alcohol how does he keep I, up that lifestyle I have no idea you know <laughs> I mean he's, he's what he's 50 something now he's 55 he? yeah so he, he he looked like he was having a few at the at the merch table before, yeah. And then it's then it's uh, stage time. He comes on stage and it's there's a row of um, Jägermeister there, right? Which he's now requesting the bomb be taken out. He just wants the Jäger. Yeah, the thing is uh, that it just tastes like nasty cough syrup. Yeah, the but that's what he wants. He's like, oh, you know, my voice is not working. So it's Jäger, Jägermeister after Jägermeister, and then uh, so he does a song and then he bites into a can. It's a couple of cans of beer. And another row of Jaegers are brought out. And now he's got the crowd buying him Jaegermeister. There's no way he's not hammered by the time he's, he's off that stage. Yeah, but this was like a, just a night in Newport. I mean, Newport's n- nowhere. Like, Southport, there's no... I mean, you know, if you were doing it in London, then going home... Yeah, but, you know... the end of the tour. But it's not do, just a regular do, night. do this, and then you're like detox at home for like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of yeah. Like, uh, Jesus Christ. You know, and like, if, again, like one of the best UK bands supporting him. Positive reaction, that's right. <laughs> Chris blowed his own testicles there because Chris is the drummer for positive reaction, as you all know. But, uh, yeah, um, Spitballs. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we like Absolutely amazing band. Yeah. It was Johnny Mathers' last show. It was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Johnny's last show. We'll go so, to those on the next episode. Yeah, but there. big shout out to Johnny as well, man. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, yeah. really top bloke. Yeah. And um, his daughter's been through the ringer and back. Yeah. You know, and... Uh, they've had a bit of a hard time. Yeah. Um. So if you can show some support to Johnny and his family, please we'll put, do we'll so. We'll put a link up you know? on, a, on the site. Yeah, yeah. please do so, because, you know, good people. Yeah. Just damn solid good people yeah, all the yeah. way around. Um, yeah, and I always love seeing them. And then I'm playing with Murphy's Law and watching all the drunken hoolies from, like, the South Wales scene turn up and show up like, hey, it's one <laughs> show in 10 years, I shall be here. I don't know what it is, though. Like, Pickens said it perfectly. He said... Murphy's are a, lot, a, lot, a live band. It's not that they're yeah. bad on record. They no, they've record. got some great tunes, but they <clears> play <throat> all their best tunes at every show, and they know what their best tunes yeah, yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. Right? So they, they bring them all, and they play them all. Yeah. yeah. But the, the, even, like, the, the mediocre tunes, you might think they're... Yeah, and they're good live. They, yeah. They, they, you know... But when you get involved, and he's, like, you know... And he's, like, you know, his interaction with the crowd, when he's, like, pouring beer on that guy's neck, and that guy turns out to be... Maybe not of age. Yeah. And then um, when he's like, oh, Jesus is here, the guy with the long hair. And the beard. But it, it, it's it's that sort of quick wit, because there's a reason Jimmy Gestapo worked the door. Yeah, yeah. Jimmy G, rather. Yeah, yeah. Just go by James Drescher. There's a reason James why J- James yeah. worked the door at A7, right? Because yeah. he's a really personal, charming, yeah, yeah, yeah. charismatic dude. He's really funny and he's really personal. He's yeah. not... He's the kind of bouncer you need. He's not a thuggy bouncer. He's the kind of guy who'll just talk you down and talk you out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. And he is one of the most charismatic front men 
in yeah. hardcore and has been for, sure. for years, you know? Yeah. Like him and Paul Bearer, there's a reason they're good mates. Yeah. Because they got that same oh, sort of... Them dry they're, they're all sort of, told them all, don't they? Together in the US. Yeah. Well, dry sort of sort of New York humour. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. They just bring it, they're really funny. No bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, that's what you need. And you know what Murphy's Law's encore is going to be. It's going to be Murphy's Law and someone's going to get their egg. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. that's it. Yeah. You know, it's going to be the one-two finish and you're done. And, just and he had to apologise to his band for his antics the night before. And you're thinking... Yeah. <laughs> How so, bad were you the night yeah, before? Exactly, like, yeah. Because he's he's knocking these eagers back and you know uh, and he's being, he's biting into beers and you're like, so what happened the night before then? And it's you know you're watching like the whole crowd. I mean I don't know how Jimmy made I don't know how Swell made at the end of the show. I know, guys. but he was all over the place. Here comes Swell to bounce him. Yeah. All the bouncers were keeping him stood up. Here, here comes Swell again. Boom. I was um I was holding the PA up the most most of the night. I was behind the PA holding that because like you know people were slamming into it and. Oh, man. It was a really good Great night. And a re- really good night and a really good club. Yeah, it is, yeah, for sure. Hi there, this is H from Acid Rain, and you are listening to the Mass Movement Podcast because you're a sensible, clever, smart individual. Anyway, that brings us to the end of a, another podcast. Right. Another um, episode done and dusted. Yeah, we are back up and running, so they will be more regular. 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 So, uh... Yeah, listen, get downloading. Go on to uh, massmovement.co.uk, give us a like, you know. Chuck some money in our PayPal fund. Chuck some money, buy us a, buy Tim a curry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I, I, I like proper curries, I don't like Chris. It's too hot and spicy for me. It's like going it. to burn my rectum. I like throwing likes. <laughs> yeah, no heat. <laughs> you are still the only man I know, right, yeah. who likes a chili, who likes chili yeah. that's once looked at a, uh, a, a, a chili powder, once had a... I would call it mince and rice. <laughs> mince and rice. <laughs> yeah. Right, let's get some shout-outs, Tim. All right, so... Um, Engineer Records. Engineer Records, as usual, for being just spot-on and always being there for us and having our back. Shout-out to Territories for releasing what is undoubtedly the record of the year and Pirates Press Records for putting it out. Wow. Big shout-out to Johnny Mathers. Um, yeah. Mate, you were awesome in the band and you're going to be awesome again whatever you do. All right? And, you know, we got your back, brother. Thanks to uh, Aliens for letting themselves uh, be known. Yeah, yeah. Well, aliens, i.e. the US military. <laughs> <laughs> First out there, sort of flying things, flying yeah. things. And thanks for Nostalgia for coming back. For coming thanks, back. Jeff. We love you, brother. We love you. Just And it's awesome to see you back. And big shout out to James Drescher, i.e. Jimmy G from Murphy's Law, <laughs> for bringing the chaos to Newport. God, yes. It was awesome. It was. And with that, we'll see you again. Next time. Ha, ta, ta. Take care. Bye-bye. Movement presents. Movement presents.